Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. Here, your host, as always, Coach Magali. And in today's episode, now with the warm weather approaching, and if you didn't listen to my previous episode, I discuss achieving the summer body, all of those things. So if you're interested, go listen to that. But in this episode, because we are approaching summer and a lot of people are in the mindset of cutting, losing weight, getting in shape, summer body, all that whole thing... I just kind of wanted to discuss a few things that I think you should be doing with your diet and nutrition choices if you want to cut down for summer, whether it's 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 20 pounds. Now, keep in mind, we're very close to summer now, so the goals have to be a little bit more modified and realistic. Keep that in mind. But I think that it's never too late to start, and even if you don't achieve the absolute dream body of yours by the time summer comes around, you're still going to be in a much better position if you start today than if you wait for another year and think, oh, I'm just going to start over next year because I already ran out of time, which is a complete bullshit story that we continue to tell ourselves so that we don't have to put in the work now and it gives us an excuse to cop out and ride the wave one more year but we're not going to waste another year so five things you should be doing to make sure you're getting in shape for summer in a healthy sustainable and effective way so the number one thing that you have to be aware of and something that a lot of people ignore and that is following a dietary plan or a nutritional plan that actually is something you can sustain over the long term and what I mean by that is way too many people fall victim to the uh, crash diets and the fad diets and the fastest route to this and all of these different things that they end up choosing a method that just doesn't work for them like people who enjoy carbs and enjoy foods like that going on a keto diet might be not a great idea because you'll be able to do it for what a week two weeks maybe a month but then after that fails what then we typically rebound and go even worse than we were before so really be aware of the things that you like in a diet of the things that you enjoy of the things that make you happy and always remember that there's a way to incorporate the things that you like into a healthy lifestyle that doesn't mean just because you're embarking on a weight loss journey or you want to you know get in shape it doesn't mean that you have to give up all of these things that bring you happiness and that's a big misconception that oh i have to cut out junk food absolutely and i cannot eat any candy and i can't eat bread and you got to listen to yourself and you have to honor yourself and go with what works for you. So if you're someone who thrives off of low keto or not low keto, low carb or keto style dieting and that genuinely makes you feel good and you feel fueled and you feel good, by all means do a method of that. If you're someone like me who loves their carbs and is not willing to give them up, then don't do keto or don't do any diet that you know isn't going to work. If you like to have your social drinks every now and then, don't go on a diet that makes it impossible for you to drink a sip of alcohol. Obviously in moderation, but these are the things that we have to be aware of and take into consideration when making these dietary choices, even though on paper your diet may not be 
perfect, which by the way, newsflash, none of them are, but it works for you and you're able to sustain it and it's healthy for the most part, that's all that I need. That's all that I ask for. That's all that you need to be doing. So step number one is find a diet and a nutritional routine that works for you and doesn't feel like such a big hassle because the bigger the hassle, the more restrictive, the more rules, the more things that you have to change, the harder it is to be able to do it and stick with it, which is the main thing that you need to be doing when trying to lose weight, consistency. So honor your preferences, do what you like, don't do what you don't like, and you should be good. The second step to achieving a nutritional plan that's going to get you fit for summer is being in a calorie deficit. If you've been following me for any amount of time on social media, you may know about this term, but a lot of people don't really understand what this means. And that leads to confusion and some people believing that a calorie deficit doesn't work for them. So essentially what a calorie deficit is, is being in a deficit with the calories that you have in your body meaning a negative balance. So think of it like a bank account. If you put a ton of calories, a ton of dollars into the account, it's going to be positive. It's going to increase. Likewise with calories, if you put a ton of calories into your body and it's a surplus, you're going to gain weight. If now you go in the opposite direction and you're decreasing your calories continuously and you're continuing to take away from that quote-unquote bank account your body, it's going to lose weight just like a bank account would lose money. And this isn't like an opinion. This isn't a a preference. Uh, a calorie deficit is scientific fact and you are not someone that's exempt from a calorie deficit working for you. It's like saying, oh, gravity doesn't work for me. It works for you. The problem that a lot of people run into is they're not actually in a calorie deficit. They just think they are. Or maybe they track their calories and they think that's what a calorie deficit is. But because they're still overeating and they're still not eating the appropriate amount of calories for them, they think that it doesn't work. But where people run into problems is they underestimate how much they're eating. So they think that they're eating, let's say, 1,500 calories. But in reality, when you add everything up, it comes up to 2,000. That's a 500 calorie surplus. That's enough to get you out of a deficit and put you in surplus and gaining weight. And guys, it's not that hard to go up in calories by that much. It's it's super easy in today's day and age where things in the in Starbucks and in the stores are full of calories and full of sugar and sugar inherently is not bad for you it's just it causes the foods you eat to have a ton of calories so now they taste really good they have a ton of calories and they don't give you satiety meaning you don't feel full from them which is why you can eat 10,000 burgers sometimes but barely a plate of broccoli so my whole point with this being is you have to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight it is not a up to debate that's just the way that it is so finding the calorie deficit amount the calories that you need to be eating for your body, for your goals, can be a bit challenging, not completely impossible. It is not as complicated as people think, but it does require a little bit of research. So I'm going to link below a a video that I really like to recommend to a lot of my clients, and it's by a trainer named Jordan Zayat. He's an incredible person. Follow him on Instagram if you aren't already, but that video is going to explain to you how to calculate the amount of calories that you should be eating in a day to lose weight for your body goals. Now, he will say it in this video and I will say it time and time again, 
every person is going to be different and even though that video might give you a certain number that number might still not be right and that's just because it is impossible to have one equation one thing work for everybody so as with anything give it four weeks see what your progress is looking like if you're losing weight you're on the right track if you're maintaining or even gaining then you know you probably have to go a little bit lower than what that number was but that has to be priority. You have to put that calorie deficit as a priority because that is the only way that you're going to lose the weight. There's no other way around it. There is no debate about this. And it doesn't mean you have to track your calories either. That's another misconception. You don't need to count calories to lose weight. You don't have to track everything, but it does help to do so. But even so, if you don't, just having the number in your head and being aware of the choices that you make throughout the day, that's enough. You don't have to track every bite of food, but you do have to be in a calorie deficit, whether you're 20 years old, 50 years old, 90 years old, whoever you are, a calorie deficit is the way to go. Number two is having enough protein in your diet. And I'm pretty sure this is one of those pieces of advice that like everybody has heard. Oh my God, protein is so important. Oh my God. Look. It's regurgitated so many times because it is important. If you care about maintaining a good physique, if you care about building muscle, building strength while continuing to look good, which most people do, you have to make protein a priority. And the thing with a lot of women is they have this belief that eating a a bunch of protein is going to make you fat, it's going to make you bulky. That's not true. Eating a ton of calories and continuing to overeat while training will cause you to, one, gain weight and also build muscle, but also make you bigger. If we're in a calorie deficit and we're controlling our overall calorie intake, our overall nutrition, and you eat the appropriate amount of protein, that protein is going to be way more likely to be used to build actual muscle and not fat and make you look bigger. So if you are in a calorie deficit and you're losing weight, having a high amount of protein is going to ensure that you don't lose muscle too. Now, it is impossible to completely prevent any muscle loss when you're in a deficit. It's just physics. If you're in a deficit, everything's going to go down. But having that adequate amount of protein is going to allow your body to preserve as much of that muscle as possible while cutting down the body fat, which is what that toned look that everybody wants is. It's low body fat and having a good amount of muscle. That's what that is. You can't really tone a muscle. You just build the muscle and then cut body fat. That's the whole look that a lot of people are going for this summer. So... An adequate amount of protein is going to be different for everybody, but a good target to aim for is 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of body weight. So for example, if you're someone who weighs 150, your range can be 0.8 of that to 1. So for example, 150 times 0.8 would be 120 grams, or if you're going the 1 gram per pound of body weight, it would be 150. Now, I understand that this number can be intimidating to a lot of people, especially if you're not used to eating that much protein and it might feel scary and basically undoable. So I always say calculate what you think the goal should be. So use either 0.8 to 1 grams per pound of body weight. Look at what that number means and look at your current diet. If you're almost there and pushing to that number wouldn't be so hard, then stick to that goal. If you're averaging 60 grams of protein per day and now you're trying to jump to 150, that's a big, big jump. So I always say, 
increase in increments. Maybe if you're hitting about 60 to 70, try for 80. Once you master 80, then you go to 90. And once you're at 90, you go to 100 and so forth and so on. As with anything, those tiny little steps that you're taking to increase your protein over time are going to allow your body to be able to take more protein more easily. And a big mistake people make is they try to make these massive changes fast because, oh, it's summer, I have to force myself that it, these habits don't end up lasting and they just kind of fall off right away. So think of continuously trying to increase your protein week by week, even by a little bit. And that's chicken. You guys, protein sources can be found online. Google it. Honestly, it's not that hard to find. If you're vegan, there's protein sources out there for you. You just have to put in a little bit of five minutes to research that and figure out what that is for you. But aim for that amount of protein. It is super important not only to maintain muscle while losing weight, but also to build the physique that you want and, of course, for overall health. So once again, step number three is having adequate amounts of protein. Number four, drink enough water. I know this is going to get a little bit easier with the warmer weather, but even so, people are still not drinking enough water. And the reason water is so important is because it allows your body to to work efficiently and it's good for you. And there's so many benefits. I'm not going to bore you with them, but we all know the benefits of drinking enough water. And even if it gets warmer, people have this misconception that because you're drinking a little bit more water that they're still drinking enough. Especially if you're working out, your body is sweating, you're losing water. And if you're not replenishing that water and giving it a little extra you're doing yourself a huge disservice. So a good rule of thumb is your body weight divided by two in ounces. So again, back to the 150 pound person, divide that by two, you're thinking, or you're looking at 75 ounces of water. And again, if that goal seems too high, if that is way too unachievable for you right now, because you're only drinking 16 ounces, start with 20, then 30, then 40. But it takes an active effort to constantly be increasing that water intake. And water intake is going to be huge important for facilitating weight loss, increasing your overall health, making you feel good, having your entire machinery working properly. Water is like the most important thing to be doing for overall health in general. So now you're trying to lose weight, it's even more so important. Make that a priority. Stop drinking so much coffee. Stop drinking so much soda. If you drink enough water, a Diet Coke isn't going to kill you. But if you're drinking 10 Diet Cokes in the water, girl, what are you doing? No, no, no. We need to stop that. Too many people drink too many other things and then wonder why they feel like shit. You got to be drinking that water, okay? Number four, drink water. Number five, eat your vegetables. Whatever that is for you. If you absolutely hate vegetables, put it in a smoothie. Don't buy those supplements, by the way. They're not really that good. Actually, eat the food. Eat the real food. It's more, way more valuable. So if you don't like the vegetables, throw them in a smoothie. Put them in a soup. However you need to do them, I'm not going to baby you and tell you what you need to know. In the sense of, you know you need to eat vegetables, so start eating them. Make it a priority. Put them into smoothies. Buy frozen. Buy them pre-cut. Eat your favorite vegetables over and over and over again, even if you like one. Like, you have to, again, make this a priority if it matters that much to you. And people get so caught up in, oh, I shouldn't eat vegetables like this. I shouldn't buy them frozen. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. I should eat this. Look, it honestly doesn't fucking matter. If you're eating enough vegetables you're going to improve your chances of losing weight because one, you're going to be fuller and you're going to allow your body to be able to stay more satiated and not be more likely to consume more calories. It's good for gut health. It's good for overall health. Your hair is going to be prettier. You're going to feel better. Your poops are going to be better. 
so many benefits. You know what they are. I'm just here to remind you, you need to be doing the things that you know you need to be doing and stop putting it off. I know you don't like them. I'm sorry. Figure out how you're going to like them. Make that dish. Put them in a smoothie. Whatever you got to do to allow yourself to eat them, it doesn't matter. Just get the vegetables in. Again, try not to do the supplements because the supplements are overpriced and typically they don't have the fiber content that vegetables do as well as the the feeling of feeling full because vegetables are full of water they're full of vitamins and minerals and fiber and all of that combined is what allows your body to feel full from them and if you just drink the powder you might not get the same benefit plus they're way too expensive like i said before don't buy them just buy the vegetables frozen fresh whatever you got to do get the vegetables in they are important and do them now so that is pretty much what you need to be doing to focus on your nutrition plan for summer and weight loss. Look, it's very simple. The problem that people run into is one, they're not consistent enough. They give it a week or two and then they give up and get distracted or get impatient or they have one bad day and then use that as an excuse to continue going down the rabbit hole. If you have a bad day, just get back on track. Just go forward. Just get back on track the next day. It does not matter. You have not ruined your progress. But one, they be, they're not consistent. They're not patient. And two, they do one of these things and then wonder why am I not getting as there as fast as I want. Everything one step at a time. Lower the protein goal if you need to. Lower the water goal if you need to. Lower the vegetable goal if you need to. But always try to make progress in at least a little bit in each of these areas so once again follow a diet and method that you know that you can stick to number two be in a calorie deficit video will be linked below for you to figure that out for yourself number three get enough protein and i gave you the guidelines for that follow that uh drink enough water i gave you the guidelines for that do that and vegetables two to three servings a day maybe four if you can is more than enough to get you started buy them frozen buy them fresh buy them pre-cut put them in smoothies it does not matter as long as you don't buy supplements because that's not going to replace real vegetables and also juicing juicing removes the fiber out of um out of the vegetable so if you put it in smoothies and blend it that's fine but once you juice the vegetable you lose the fiber and therefore it it's less nutritious than let's say a smoothie or just the regular vegetable as it was so follow those five steps do it consistently it is right now april 1st as i'm recording this if you listen to this now or maybe even in a few weeks you still have time to make massive progress and remember you're doing these steps for your future for your overall health you're going to see weight loss you're going to see results for the summer but you also want to keep those results for the rest of the year and for the next summer and the next 10 summers from there far too many people use summer as a reason to get in shape and that's wonderful I think it's a great motivator but then once summer passes they fall into bad habits and they kind of reverse everything they did and then they feel really crappy about themselves over the winter and then back again to the same cycle next summer whereas you can be in a consistent state of confidence and feeling good about yourself if you just keep these steps going even if you're not actively trying to be super lean or super thin it's always a good idea to be taking these steps and it's always a good idea to be monitoring your water intake and your protein and all these things year round. But again, I'm giving you this episode now for the summertime. Use it. You can do this. It's not that hard. If you guys have any questions, go look at me on my Instagram. Ask me questions there. I'm always posting about stuff like this, but just wanted to keep it short and sweet today. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was helpful. I hope you found some pieces of information that will help you make better choices from now until summer. And then of course, beyond that, because this is for life. But that's it, guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. I will catch you guys in the next episode. And until then, have a wonderful rest of your week.